Ladies and gentlemen, oh, it just stops like that after that whole big bloody windy down intro that they just like hack the last bit off it. Fine, fuck it, do what you want. I don't care. It is eight minutes past ten. It is the 10th of January, 2019, the Chinese year of the eaten ass. The whole ass has been eaten this time. Not just a small portion of it, but the entire ass. Imagine, just imagine. Incredible scenes. I mean, incredible scenes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's coffee and memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm. All the technology is breaking everything. It's all right, it's back now, thank God for that. I don't know how that managed to happen. The, there was some weird black bars on the side of one of the camera angles. The aspect ratio was off. I think perhaps I hadn't quite balanced my morning pinger intake. Maybe I'd done too little, maybe I hadn't done enough. It's hard to tell, you know, To get it's a fine balance to get right. It really is. But thank you all for bearing with me as ever. That is Coffee and Memes in a nutshell. A group of decent, honest, God-fearing folk out for a better way of life, out to just bear with me every morning, every goddamn weekday morning. Lobsters. Well, I've got plenty of madness to get through. That's fine. There's no issues there. There's um, yeah, no issues with finding a lot of nonsense in the world. That's uh, that's always uh, easy enough. And thank the baby Jesus himself, baby G. Uh, you may have heard of him from uh, the Bible. Uh, well, thank him. Indeed, uh, thank Buddha, thank Allah, thank Jah, and thank Jehovah. Uh, there are just an e- almost endless stream of fine, fine shoe throwers being released almost every single day. Whew. So I think it's unlikely that we're going to run out of those, which is fine by me. And um, what have we got? I got um, yeah, just people with unpronounceable names. Um, y- Yoti, Yotai. Uh, Utai, uh, Fanu, uh, Bad District, Scantia, Kaliba, Neon Light, Spur. Listen, we've got some great stuff to get into. We might as well get into the important stuff first. Super gonorrhea has arrived in the UK as two women catch infection. Oh dear. Lobsters. Uh, two women have been infected with super gonorrhea. Do you think you get the super gonorrhea from the unstoppable bionic sky penis or whatever, the unstoppable bionic sex robot super penis or something that's just roaming the countryside? That is probably dishing out super gonorrhea by the bloody truckload, isn't it? Uh, leading se- sexual health doctors to reinforce the importance of safe sex. Like, if you didn't realise already, please do do it safely in the safety of your own home, under the covers, with at least two Johnnies on, no eye contact, no weird stuff, you know, just two consenting, consenting adults in the privacy of their own home. Please do draw the curtains. 
Uh, Public Health England said that one woman acquired the infection in Europe. Mm, dear. Oh, yeah, I tell you, this Brexit can't come soon enough if uh, you know the, these, these foreign types are going to start infecting our women with super gonorrhea. <laughs> no, 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 no. The will of the British people will not be happy about that, I'm sure. Uh, with doctors looking to see if the cases are linked. Uh, both women have since been cured of the infection. Well, thank God there is a cure. Uh, after, oh dear, after the infections proved resistant to the main therapy. It's a no from me. Dr. Dr. Nick Finn, Deputy Director of the National Infection Service at Public Health England, said, Harry, although these two cases of, of, ext- of extensively resistant gonorrhea have been successfully treated, contact tracing is underway to ensure that there's no one with spreading that leak. So I just hopefully not these two lasses have not been out slinging dick on a Friday night down the local weather spoons and not just spreading it around like it's a fucking shite rumour. Uh, this is a timely reminder of the importance of avoiding getting or passing on gonorrhea. What? What? What kind of a? This is a good. This is always good to remind yourself not to get gonorrhea. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Great advice, mate. Thanks, Nick Finn. Yeah. If you do get gonorrhea, try not to get gonorrhea. Okay. Thanks, mate. And avoid passing it on. And if you have got it, try not to give it to anyone else. Okay. Thanks. Sage advice, mate. Anyone can substantially reduce their risk by using condoms uh, consistently and correctly with all new and casual partners. Um, Or just not have sex at all ever again, I think is a good way of not getting it. Um, Gonorrhea is caused by a bacteria, uh, Nisaria gonorrhea. That's just like a bad spelling of gonorrhea. And it's spread by unprotected sex and jump up drum and bass. Wow. The infection is usually treated with the antibiotics, uh, surftraxione, and something else. But the bacterium in these two cases was resistant to the drugs. It's not about getting super gonorrhea, is it? It's just That's not on my to-do list for 2019. Like, make radio amazing. Um, generally sort my health out, you know, sort my brain out. Uh, you know, get mad yoked. Um, go to some good festivals, play out a bit more, get super gonorrhea. I know it is on there. How'd you like them apples? Right, what else have we got? Christ. Oh, yeah, council bans cheese toasties to stop motorbike gangs. Simple when you think about it, isn't it? It's like these bloody hell's angels. They keep turning up. They're causing a bloody nightmare. They're clogging up the thoroughfares and, like, just selling selling stuff, selling humans, selling guns. It's, oh, it's, it's a bloody nightmare. How are we going to stop them? Well, I guess we could... Now, bear with me on this one. We could... Uh, what, if we, what if we cut off their food source? Then they wouldn't be able to sustain themselves and they'd die out or they'd have to move on. They'd have to move on to find food elsewhere. Okay, okay, no, I'm with you, I'm with you. What is the, um, what is the natural diet of the biker gang? It's cheese toasties, isn't it? You're right, it is cheese toasties. Right, get the word out. Tell all the pubs and the cafes to stop selling cheese toasties. <clears throat> Anyway, let's see what Richard Hartley Parkinson of the Metro says. Uh, Forget jail, curfews and community service. The leaders of the people of Bristol uh, believe that they have a solution to tackling crime. Ban cheese toasties. Um, They've been deemed a magnet for antisocial behaviour. (laughs) They've been deemed a magnet for antisocial behaviour and a gateway to truancy. (laughs) As councillors trying to stop locals being terrorised by the young. (laughs) <laughs> oh god uh, the problem of the cheese toasty crocs uh, came to crooks came to light 
when a food van owner applied for a license to operate in the city's Monks Park. Um, they've previously been allowed to sell food, uh, cold food and drinks, but now have been told they won't be allowed to sell cheese toasties over fear the food li- is linked to bad behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> Councillor Claire Hiscock also believes it will lure children into skyping off school. <laughs> I was never one to bunk off school, but now that I think about it, if there was a van around the corner offering cheese toasties, I'd have been powerless to resist. <laughs> oh, God. She said, it's right next to Orchard School, which is, ch- which is challenging schools, which is a challenging school sometimes and has a problem with keeping kids in school. They, they have to have patrols of staff to make sure kids don't walk off site. The lure of a food concession may encourage kids to take a little walk. <laughs> Maybe, like, there are, if you think about it, there are quite a lot of uh, things to a potential that are more exciting than school out in the world. Like, cheese toasties is really, is, is just the tip of the iceberg. There's uh, uh, fizzy drinks, sweets, drugs... Uh, softcore pornography, Wesley Snips, um, lobsters, all sorts of things out there, and um, you're not going to be able to ban them all, are you? All right, I'm sorry, we're banning the world because it's just too tempting for kids to um, bunk off school for. Like, no, why don't you just do a better job of keeping your fucking kids in school? What's wrong with you? <clears throat> Put a fucking fence up. Jesus Christ, arm the teachers. Come on, <laughs> keep the kids there at gunpoint. That, that's sort it out. Oh, no. Uh, the school has made a lot of effort to encourage healthy eating. We have problems with childhood obesity. Historically, we had antisocial behaviour, not just motorbikes, f- uh, from young adults gathering with alcohol and causing a disturbance. Sounds like the last days of Rome outside this school. Anything that's going to gather, uh, anything that's going to be a gathering place is likely to bring that back. We've managed to eradicate that. It's a nice, quiet park. And as you know, the evil, the evil, wicked corrupt cheese toasty merchants that crawl back in they look like the child catcher out of um chitty chitty bang bang huge long nose big hat carrot it looks like a cheese toasty van but it's actually a cage to catch kids in lure them in with the toasty oh come on oh cheese toasties cheese and ham toasties real butter oh white bread toasties and then the biker gangs uh, roll up and kidnap the kids and sell them for cash. Uh, planning and development officer officer Sue Long told the meeting, uh, we're very mindful of what will work within a park. We're looking to replicate coffee and ice cream rather than burger and chips. Uh, that's not something we would consider. Right. Um, this is just hilarious, really. Uh, I just, I, I feel like that do you think like the cheese toasties are the, are they a symptom rather than the problem rather than the underlying cause? Is the underlying cause that they're just not doing a very good job of sort of keeping the children in school rather than the, it being the pro, the fault of the cheese toasty? Can't blame cheese toasty for truancy. That's ridiculous. I for one won't stand for it. Right, let's have this uh, yoti. Um, it's called acid roll. It's a uh, it's decent bit of gear, all things considered. What labels this on? Anyone's guess. Oh, create. How about these three camera angles, eh? Pretty confusing. Probably won't do this again tomorrow. (laughs) 
Yeah, as Matthew Innes in the chat says, what happened to just getting addicted to drugs? Oh, misty, misty watercoloured memories when kids would just get a simple drug addiction. Nah, it's cheese toasties, biker gangs, this... Who even knows? Anthony Ford, if you're driving and listening, please don't use the YouTube app. Please use the iPhone app where you can't see me. It's, I, don't, I don't want to be responsible for people crashing their vehicles. a nice bet acid roll by yoti it's about y-o-t-e-i-i it's three vowels in a row it's too much for me i can't handle it i'm too british too british for all these vowels hey the daily mail pick up on these cheese toasties being sold by foreigners well i can imagine the headlines now Acid roll is by Yotai Yori Yoloi Yoi 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 Yoi
Um, listen, guys, men are more disadvantaged than women in the UK, US, and most of Europe, scientists claim. Finally, I'm part of an oppressed class. Excellent news. Um, scientists have invented a new way of measuring gender equality and, the cla- and claims it shows men are more disadvantaged than women in most developed countries. Well, what do you know? Uh, researchers from the University of Missouri... Oh, sorry, my arch nemesis, Jasper Hamill. Reports, reports, reports. Researchers from the University of Missouri and University of Essex in the United Kingdom said previous ways of measuring inequality uh, are biased to highlight women's issues. Yikes. Uh, their basic index of gender equality, the biggie, uh, instead measures three factors, educational opportunities, healthy life expectancy, and overall life satisfaction. Uh, the academics calculated scores for 134 nations and used the results to suggest men are more disadvantaged than women in 91 nations. Uh, well, I just think we ban women, then I think is probably the, the solution to this, isn't it? We ban toasties, uh, women, and... Um, yeah, that, should, that, should, that should probably create the sort of stuff out then, I guess. <laughs> uh, they discovered that most developed nations in the world came closest to achieving gender equality, albeit with a slight advantage to women. Um, however, in the least developed countries, women fall behind men because they don't have access to education. The index, uh, Using the index, Bahrain was named top nation for gender equality, followed by the UK and the Netherlands. Uh, the US was ranked, ranked in position 34, with men falling behind in education as well as life expectancy and satisfaction. Rough times in America. Uh, most European countries, uh, with the exception of Italy, were deemed better for women than men. Well, what do you know? Um... You can't help but feel it's probably a little bit more complicated than that. And to try and create an average out of millions and millions of people might be uh, almost somewhat pointless. And perhaps we need to focus a little bit more on the individual. Anyway, uh, thanks Jasper Hamill of the Metro. Uh, Amazon boss Jeff Bezos, worth 150 billion quid, announces divorce from wife Mackenzie. Bezos, well, I can only assume that that divorce is based on him peering into people's bedrooms through his Alexa. He creeps out in the night. So basically what you have to do, if you do have an Alexa, you can get a special little Bezos Begone hat. It's like a little knitted hat. And it goes on top of um, on top of your Alexa and it stops Bezos being able to climb out of it at night. He's like, ah, nah, fuck you. Ah, no, no, the Bezos Begone hat. And uh, he can't get in. Otherwise, he'll get out the top and then he can look in on you and he, you peep in through the keyhole in your bedroom and laugh at you while you're on the job. Uh, so, obviously, his missus has caught him out on this. And unsurprisingly, she's, she's, she's told him to sling his hook. Uh, Jeff Bezos, Amazon overlord and world's richest man, has announced he and his wife are getting divorced after 25 years. Putting the statement out on Twitter, classy, uh, Bezos said he and Mackenzie will remain cherished friends. Good, is that so you don't have to pay her £75 billion? Um, We feel incredibly lucky to have found each other and deeply grateful for every one of the years we've been married to each other. The billionaire who also owns space company Blue Origin wrote, "Uh, if we had known we would separate after 25 years, we would do it all again. Cared. Um, This, I mean, potentially uh, could be quite an exciting... um, Divorce court action? Don't know. Um, I don't know. They seem kind of cute. I hope they stay friends. I um, I wish them all the best. Right, what else have we got? 
Ooh, uh, these are the five most addictive substances on Earth, science says. Oh, they, they're now just science as a whole said this. They're not um, poking out individual scientists. Uh, trying to decide exactly which drug or substance is categorically the most addictive has proven a bit tricky for scientists. Do you measure dop- dopamine uh, release in the brain, or do you focus on the severity of the with- withdrawal symptoms associated with it? Uh, it can get complicated as each person may respond differently or report that they do uh, to a panel of researchers looking to find conclusive answers. The methodology and processes underlying classification systems are generally neither specified nor transparent, which reduces confidence in their accuracy and undermines health education messages, wrote our boy Professor David Nutt back in 2007, who does not reply to his tweets. Uh, Professor Nutt is a neuropsychopharmacologist Uh, currently at Imperial College London, and together with his colleagues, asked addiction experts to put their collective heads together and come up with a rational scale to assess the harm of drugs. And here is what they have come up with. Um, Number one, dingers. Two, pingers. Uh, Three, rat powder. Uh, Four, gurners. And five, chin swingers. Wow, rough. Uh, No, number one is, uh, unsurprisingly, heroin. Nuts expert ranked heroin. Experts ranked heroin as the most addictive drug, giving it a score of three out of a maximum score of three. Uh, Heroin is an opiate that causes the level of dopamine in the brain's reward system to increase by up to 200% in experimental animals. Ah, they're giving bloody scag to animals. That's not fair, is it? That could be fun. In addition to being arguably the most addictive drug, heroin is dangerous too uh, because the dose uh, can cause death. Um... Uh, and the, da- the 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 dose that can cause death is only five times greater than the dose to get high. Okay, number two is cocaine. Cocaine directly interferes with the brain's use of dopamine to convey messages from one neuron neuron to another. In essence, cocaine prevents numerous. Oh, I can't read today. In essence, cocaine prevents neurons from turning the dopamine signals off, resulting in abnormal activity of the brain's reward pathways. In experiments on animals, cocaine caused dopamine levels to rise more than three times the normal level. Three is nicotine. Sigs, basically. Sigs and that, isn't it? Tabs. Nicotine is the main addictive ingredient of tobacco. When somebody smokes a tab, nicotine is rapidly absorbed by the lungs and delivered to the brain. Nuts, expert panels, rated nicotine as the third most addictive substance. Really fleshing this out, aren't you, uh, uh, aren't you Metro? Four, barbiturates, a.k.a. downers, a.k.a. dingers. Uh, barbiturates, also known as blue bullets, gorillas, nembies, barbs, and pink ladies. I've never, ever heard any drugs being referred to by any of those names. Where did you get those from? The 1970s. Uh, uh, they're a class of drugs that were initially used to treat anxiety and to induce sleep. They interfere with chemical signaling in the brain, the effect of which is to shut down various brain regions. At low doses, barbiturates cause euphoria, but at high doses, they can be lethal because of the suppression of breathing. Don't mix them with booze, as they both suppress breathing. Uh, Barbiturate dependence uh, was common when the drugs were easily available on prescription, but this has declined dramatically as other drugs have replaced them. All right, so these aren't just like... um, Xanax a barbiturate? Are those sort of your SoundCloud rappery drugs? Are they not technically barbiturates? I don't know. Five, alcohol. Although legal in the UK, alcohol was scored by Nuts Experiment 1.9 out of a maximum of three. Alcohol has many effects on the brain, but in laboratory experiments on animal, it increased dopamine levels in the brain's reward system by 40 to 360%. 
The more the animals drank, the more dopamine levels increased. Some 22% of people who have taken the drink will develop dependence on alcohol at some point in their life. Alcohol has been ranked as the most damaging drug by other experts too. Well, thanks for that, Jeff Parsons of the Metro. Very kind of you. Uh, right, look, let's have this um, other bad district track. It's called Modification. It's a bit naughty. A bit naughty. Super gonorrhea. Careful of the
bad district, you bad motherfuckers. That's called Modification. It's on the Enforcer EP. No idea what label. It's on a record label, I believe. Damn, a lot of people listening on the Threshold app. I see you, Poland. I see you all over the UK, France, Netherlands. Oh, some people in Italy, some people in Australia. Damn. People are calling this shoe thrower of the week. Wow. Hey. Damn, that's Modification by Bad District. It is out now on a record label. Imagine that, ladies and gentlemen. Imagine a record label. Uh, anyway, uh, prepare yourselves for a no-deal Brexit, government says. Not, be, uh, You know, government, they say a lot of things, don't they? They do say a lot of things. The public are being told to prepare for the event of a no-deal Brexit uh, with less than three months to go. They're being encouraged to stockpile dingers and jump up just in case there is a shortage. Wow. Okay, stockpile your Frey Bentos pies, uh, stockpile your erection-causing energy drinks, and please, stockpile dingers. I cannot underscore that hard enough. Stockpile dingers. Wow. Okay, um, Britain's due to leave the EU in March. We don't, I don't even know why I bothered with that. I just forget it. I've got much better things to talk about. Elon Musk urged to release sex tape with ex-girlfriend Grimes, and he thinks it's a reasonable idea. <laughs> Lobsters. <laughs> That's not right. Uh, um, the pos- okay, Elon Musk has been asked to shoot a sex tape. Oh, what? He thought he- I thought it... But, oh, oh okay, so he's got shit. He's not like there's one already out there, and he's just like, hey, I got it. Hey, you want it? It's on here. I could do it. I could release it. Come on. <laughs> 200 retweets, I'll release it. Um, no, Elon Musk has been asked to shoot a sex tape with ex-girlfriend Claire Grimes Boucher and replied to, uh, to this rather bold suggestion by suggesting it was reasonable. The Space XXX movie Lobsters. Uh, wasn't the idea of a porn producer, but a proposal from one of the billionaire fans on, billionaires fans on Twitter, often referred to as the Musk Bros. The Musk Bros. I don't like that reverb. That's no, too much. How about that? No, no. Six. This one? Yeah, Mask Bros. Better, but still not perfect. It was put forward in a creepy tweet which said, Can a sex tape with Grimes generate enough buzz to raise funds for space travel? Uh, to which the billionaire replied, That is a reasonable question. <laughs> it is a reasonable question. I mean, I'm not suggesting that he does it, but I mean, potentially. I mean, I'd pay. I'd pay Fiverr to watch that if I knew that the funds were going towards space travel. You know, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? I can't imagine it's going to be... Uh, I, I don't think I'd vouch for the quality of the sex in it. I mean, he's not in great shape. I mean, you know, she's a good-looking lass. They're both pretty pasty, though. They're both very pasty. I mean, maybe they'd be doing it to some SoundCloud rap or something. Or maybe, I look, who knows? I don't know if we need to really get into the quote-unquote ins and outs of it. 
Uh, uh, the possibility of seeing, seeing Elon in action seems to excite some of his followers, with one of them writing an even creepier tweet which said, yes, as a threesome, then we can. What does that mean? Okay. Uh, Going to sell it on VHS? Asked another. Uh, at last, one person objected to the slightly sinister turn to the thread and said, Elon is already big buzz because of his skills and hard work using his consci- con- consciousness. Uh, conscience. If you think sex is buzz, then you confirm that you are not thinking reasonably. Go learn knowledge that is useful. Come back with better ideas. Raise money with engineering and design. You're all right, mate. Grimes has not yet replied. <laughs> um, yeah, probably um, uh, Probably worth just, just leaving that one. It's like, ah, just probably... Probably just ignore that. That'll probably just go away. Um, although the tech magnate may have... Uh, been pleased with a text message which claims he has a giant dick. What? Uh, he was probably understandably annoyed by further accusations that he had a made-up accent. Well, I mean, South African accent. I think you'd be in a rough spot trying to claim that it's real. You know, after the recent discoveries that neither birds nor Australia are real. South African accent real? Seems unlikely, doesn't it? Uh, I mean, it's fun, don't get me wrong, but... Uh, do, you, do you think they do they do they speak with that accent in private? I don't know. Uh, right, look, what else have we got? Oh, girl shares photos of herself crying after Pretty Little Things sent out the wrong dress to her. Um, th- this sort of says quite a lot in it. Um, I think the fact that, like, I mean, it's annoying. Obviously, you get sent the wrong dress. You left it to the last minute. Bit of a piss up, but, you know, what can you do? But I think, like, um, and crying about it, yeah, maybe. But posting pictures of yourself crying about it, pictures of you in the offending dress, in tears, and going on about how awful it is. I mean, if that's the worst thing that's going on in your life at that point, reckon you've got a pretty, pretty chill life. Um, anyway, she's 19. She's called Brittany. She's gutted. She's absolutely gutted. She's beside herself. She's really just ruined her night. She's going to have to wear something else. <laughs> Can you imagine? The wrong dress has arrived, and now she has to wear something else. That I mean, she said she perhaps wouldn't even go out. She did go out, but she wore something else. I mean, I, I'm i going to donate this month's Patreon dollars to her. Hopefully, that'll cheer her up. Maybe she'll be able to buy something she likes, you know? I think I think that's a good good use of funds. I don't think any of the lobsters will have, uh, have an issue with that. I think it seems reasonable. I'm trying to keep up with the cameras here. Not really going. Maybe if I could control them with foot pedals, that could work. The video switch has got a MIDI input. You can get MIDI foot pedals. And then I could do the sort of uh, ones where I make like a little sassy remark and turn and look at one of the other cameras. Uh, huh, huh, yeah. Lobsters? Maybe. I don't know. Right, look. Got this Fanu bit on Metalheads, uh, which has just come out. Or oh, it's a month or so old. It's nice. It's um, imagine what a Fanu tune on Metalheads would sound like, because it sounds like that.
A little reminder that if you want to get Coffee and Memes as a podcast, you can on iTunes, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on Stitcher. Uh, I don't know about Google Play, but pretty much everywhere decent. Overcast, all your main hotspots. You get your hot pod on pod action. Smash the subscribe. Even if you watch the live show every day, just smash the subscribe button on the, on your podcast. Down, download them all. It all helps. You know, it all helps. Also, as a note, I've included some additional tiers on the Patreon uh, page, so you can now get an exclusive t-shirt if you're part of one of the upper tiers, upper echelons of Patreon supporters. Also, a monthly Skype call with me for an hour. Maybe you want to go through some of your tunes that you're making. I could try and help you out. You know, I could give you some advice, some you know, lead you along the right path in the music industry, help you out with your snare drums, help you out with your bass lines, help you out with your life. Do my best, talk about whatever you, whatever you fucking want. I'm there for you, man. I'm there for you. There's some guest list in there, some other merch. You just go to support the station on the website, or there is a Patreon link in the YouTube description. That's Black Label by Fanu. It's out now on Metalheads. That is a nice bit of gear. Lovely, lovely. Um, this is a bit fun. Zimbabwe pastor arrested for selling tickets to heaven. <laughs> he's just trying to make a pound note. Come on, he's got. He needs a side hustle. A pastor in Zimbabwe was arrested together with his wife for allegedly selling tickets to heaven. Pastor Tito Watts uh, told thousands of people that it was Jesus who appeared to him and then gave him tickets to people, especially sinners, so they could get into heaven. <laughs> So funny, he's like a ticket tout. And he's like, yeah, I've heard you've, uh, you've uh, been a bit sinful recently. Um, well, give us a couple of hundred quid. I've got one of these golden tickets. It's like a, basically it's like a get out of jail free card, but it's a get into heaven. Well, not free, 200 quid. But you go around, do all your sinning and that. Yeah, yeah, do a bit of sinning, do a bit of sinning. Yeah, just a little, you know, just a little, little bit of sins. You know, do some sins, and then you can still get into heaven. Fucking quids in, what a result. Uh, he's released a statement. I don't care what people or the police are saying about me. I'm being persecuted because I'm doing God's work. No, you're being persecuted for stitching people up, mate. Uh, Jesus Christ appeared to me and gave me the tickets made of pure gold so that I can sell to people who want salvation, said the pastor courageously. <laughs> uh, tickets are priced at $340. Not bad, is it? Thousands of people are protesting at the pastor's arrest and called on police to release him immediately as they're using their own money to buy salvation. The controversial pastor has previously reported, uh, reportedly visited heaven and took photos which he was selling to members of the congregation. Wow, I'd like to have a look at them. Um, I mean, who's to say that he's, he's, they're not real tickets to heaven? You know, you've, you've got to... Um, 
well, are you saying that heaven does exist, but they're just not legitimate tickets? Are you going to pay? Is this like when you're standing outside bloody Brixton Academy trying to buy a, you know, buy a ticket for the killers and uh, they sell you one for the Hoosiers and you don't notice it? And they're like, no, sorry, man, it's last night. And you're like, fuck. You know, is it, is heaven there, but these are just not, not the right tickets? Or is heaven not real? And the tickets are, well, effectively, you know, they exist, but just, you know, it's like selling tickets to a gig that's not not been booked. Anyway, uh, I think I think he's a good lad. I think he's, um, oh yeah, oh wow. While browsing on Facebook, he saw a, <laughs> while browsing on Facebook, he saw a photoshopped image that was done to ridicule him, showing him uh, within the clouds. In his ignorance, he claimed it was a leaked photo of himself in heaven, uh, but was still released the. Um, the ones that he took. Of, oh, he's taking photos of angels. Wow. He's, he's not released the photos. Shame. Uh, that is a damn shame. Uh, what else we got? Oh, right. Here we go. Woman furious after rude date refuses to pay for her. Lobsters. And 72 pound wine. Um, yeah. So man and woman go on a date. As is, um, it happens. You know, sometimes men and women, they say, you seem all right. And the other one goes, yeah, cheers. Guess you seem all right. Should we go and eat something and drink some booze and, you know, take it from there? Sure. Let's do it. Um, and they went on a dinner date. And then here is their te- their text message conversation from the day after. Man, hey, you want to go out tonight? Girl, after what you did last time, you expect me to go out with you again? Wow. Man, what have I done? Girl, you made me pay for my own food and drink when you only paid for yours. WTF. Uh, Man, so? You invited me. Lol, you are lucky you didn't pay for my food too because I got a carbonara and a beer and you got the lobster and the £80 wine. My food was £17.50 while yours was £110 and you were expecting me to pay for that. I'm a student, not your sugar daddy. (laughs) Um... She replies, wow, you are so rude. I am never going out with you again. If you can't pay for a girl's food, why are you accepting the invite? Gentlemen always pay for a girl's food, but I guess you are gay. (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) But I guess you're gay, right? Okay, yeah, that's it. Uh, Gay people notoriously only pay for their own food uh, or don't pay for women's food. Um. Actually, I am a gentleman. That's why I stayed and not left while uh, not left while you were talking about how much you like something that's been deleted and that you wanted to make out with him. She replies, "Fuck off! Uh, all, all I all I want all you wanted always is to have sex with me. Anyway, bye, loser." And he says, "Well, of course I wanted to have sex with you, but then I realised that I might not have twenty pounds for that." <laughs> And she says, fucking arsehole. And then he replies with a picture of Joseph Starling doing a sort of little heart heart thing. That's absolutely hilarious. Um, yeah, basically, girls that refuse to pay for their food on dates, uh, they're communists. Communist detective. That's how it works. That's how it works. Right, look, to play us out, uh, let's have... Uh, oof, what have we got? Mm, yeah. Uh, oof, let's have this Bitcoin trap by Neon Light. Nice bit of gear. <laughs>
Bitcoin right now is a huge wealth transfer to those who understand electronic money. Thank you, Rob Humphreys. That's right. If you're watching on YouTube, don't be afraid to smash that like button. It does actually help. It pushes it further across the YouTubes. Bitcoin, that's Bitcoin by Neon Light. It's on Blackout. Mm, very, very nice. Very nice. Quick reminder there are still tickets on sale for Tuesday night's live podcast in London in Shoreditch with me, Scientific, Tim Exile, and Ben Verse entitled Untangling Mental Health in Music. Uh, it's at 8pm. Uh, it will run for approximately an hour and a bit. Then there will be Q&A and then there will be drinking and hanging out afterwards. Uh, we can drink wets together. We can hug. Um, if my girlfriend says it's okay, we can snog and all of those things. We're, we're going to be getting into everything, all aspects of 
the issues facing people in the creative industry, not just music, but I think really it's applicable to all creative industries, particularly industries that involve a lot of people working alone. And we're going to try and look at some of the issues, try and pick apart what we think is causing problems and try and think about what are some potential solutions to try and help people out there, help them be their best selves, help them be responsible, help them be useful to those around them, help them be useful to themselves, help them be useful to society as a whole. Because fuck it, if everyone was doing their best to be useful to society as a whole, we'd uh, (laughs) we'd probably be in a pretty cool place. Um, Also, I shout out the VIP list, as I do at the end of every show. These are people who are kind enough to support the show and the station as a whole on Patreon. If you want your name on this list, go to support the station on threshold.fm or go to the Patreon link in the YouTube description. And for $10 a month, you get your name on this list shouted out at the end of every show. There are also lots of additional perks and stuff that you can get. You can get exclusive t-shirts. You can get monthly calls with me each month. Talk about your life. Talk about your tunes. Talk about your productions. I'll help you out. I'll send you samples. You know, I can do all of these good things for you. Uh, guest list. More more, um, more merch. You know, I'll, I'll love you long time. Kiss you lady lumps. Um, you know, I am, I am your whore, effectively. Uh, this list is Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Cole Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lily Unsub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chode Ryder, Andrew Heichelbeck, John Finneson, the BDR crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grieve Cooper, Gennady Lightfield, Ryan Glenn, James Parry, Dave Thompson, Hendo Bartendo, and Lady Squiffington. Thank you very much to all of those who are watching, all those committing on Patreon, all of those listening, all of the people that are supporting the show and the station, everyone that's been downloading the app, everyone that's been listening. You're fantastic, wonderful people. Uh, I'll be back at 3pm today with Rankin's Records, playing the finest drum and bass vinyl ever pressed. Uh, 8pm, Scientific FM is on. Uh, he's playing some fright fucking shoe throwers. Uh, after that is Hugh Downer's All Aboard with Duff at 9. And then I'll be back tomorrow morning at 10am with more of this coffee and more of these memes and more of these. Lobsters. Look, thank you very much. You are all wonderful, decent folk. And I love you very much. So be good to yourselves, be good to each other. And uh, Trident7 in the chat says I should get Andy C on here. Probably work my way up to that, but yeah, that would be nice. All right, I love you. I now have to go and turn the stream off on the other computer. So goodbye.